HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Stay tuned for a live broadcast on HeritageRadioNetwork.com. Stay tuned for a live broadcast on HeritageRadioNetwork.com. Hello. Hello. This is Greenhorns. This is Greenhorns Radio. I'm here, your host, Severin, live from Seattle where the air is fresh and the weather is bright. And there are many young farmers joined on the phone by Jake, who's coming from Rollinsford, New Hampshire. How's it going over there, Jake? Oh, pretty good. I'm glad to hear it. Now, I'm very, I'm really thrilled that you're on the radio with us today, and I'm very thrilled that you're farming in general, and with such an amazing farm as, as you are. Would you mind giving our viewers a little? A little introduction to the operation that you grew up on. Uh, yep. Um, our my farm that I grew up on, still live on, is um, a beef farm. We uh, raise um, probably about six beef cattle for meat and show, and we also 
have a horse farm where we train um, horses, we do lessons, um, we go to all the shows, and um, sell them, of course. And this farm has been this farm has been in operation in this current location for four seasons. Is that right? Yep. And where were you before that? Or tell us the story of the farm. I mean, since since you remember, or since you've been outdoors working. Oh, um, it's it's uh. It's grown quite a bit um, since I can remember. Um, we have a lot more horses. The horse operation has gotten a lot bigger, and um, the beef we still have the same amount, but the horse operation has gotten a lot bigger. And tell us what's unique about your dairy operation, or tell us about what's yeah, tell us about what's going on with your dairy farm and how that's different from um, the other dairy farms in New Hampshire and what you kind of have been learning. Dairy is, I think, your focus. Is that right? Yeah. Um. Well, what makes um the dairy or the dairy farm that I work at um. I guess unique is that it's a organic dairy farm, uh, all certified organic dairy farm, and uh, it's really diverse. I mean, we got um, pigs, chickens, cows, uh, vegetables. Um, we have our own. Uh, farm store. We go to th- go to all the farmers markets. Um, uh, all of them through New Hampshire. Uh, we do, we deliver. Um, we do deliveries, home deliveries. Um, we do have CSA and CSA pickups. Um, so that's. Pretty, pretty different about our farm. We do all that stuff. And would you mind describing the landscape of, around there? I mean, the 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 history of that town and what what powers it. Uh, yep. Um, the uh, farmland is. Uh, Right runs right along the Salmon Falls River, which is which gives real rich soil from you know the the river, which makes it real great for growing crops and um, making hay and all that, all good quality feed. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about it. And the town used to be, Rollinsford used to be a mill town. And so it's right along the river, and it was water-powered factories. 
and the storage contain the storage unit where you guys are you're doing your CSA distribution and grain storage is actually in an old mill building, which is an amazing facility and mostly empty that one still, and nice and cool because it's down by the river. Yeah. So that's kind of lucky. Yeah. It is. So tell us about your cows and tell us about what your what's your responsibilities on the cow front. Um, my responsibilities on the farm is pretty much just filling in wherever there is, wherever there is needs anybody needs a hand. Um, helping out in the garden, um, milking cows. But probably my biggest responsibility is making the feed for the cows, making the hay and the silage for them. That'd be my my biggest responsibility. Because that's summer work, so you don't have school. Yeah. That's handy that they make it. Handy that they make it so that everybody has vacation when it's time to make hay. I wonder if that was how it was designed. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I think I think it was. Yeah. So what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen next for you? Uh, well, um, I'm a senior this year in high school. Um, after I graduate, and I'm hoping to go to college in Ohio um, at ATI, which stands for Agricultural Technical Institute. And why do you want to go all the way to Ohio? What's 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 the um what's the special sauce they have over there? Well, um, I'm not sure. I just every I've looked at a lot of colleges in New England, and I couldn't find a real good agricultural based um, like college like ATI. And when I found ATI, it just seemed like a real good um, agricultural school, a lot of good programs and stuff like that. So you found it, and now you're locked in, and now you're thrilled. Yeah. And how how's your dairy that you, when you get out of college, will you come back and work for your dad some more, or what's your kind of game plan? Well, I'm hoping when I get out... Um, I don't. I don't want to come back and work for the um, same farm. I want to go. I want to work on different uh, dairy farms. Maybe some up in upstate New York. Um, some maybe right in Ohio. Um, you know, just get a idea of what different dairy farms do, and just you know, like what works, what doesn't, kind of build. To make my own. And you already have an idea of the focus you might want to have. Is it cheese? Is it smaller? Is it bigger? Is it a different breed of cows? Um, so far, what's your what's your major call on how you might design your farm, and why? Uh, I'd say it would be. I still want to have the same cows, jerseys. They're real good. 
cow to have good um, butterfat um, quality. Um, I don't. I don't think I want to get into all the cheese and yogurt making all that. Um, I think I would rather. I want to get into the. Feed, feed business, um, hay, uh, silage, and grain. Um, that's what I'd like to do more. I do want to, you know, have cows milk, but I don't want to like make cheese and yogurt and have that as my farm. I want, I want to have like the hay and grain more. So more out in the field, less of this indoor plumbing business. Yeah, exactly. Got it. That's good. So you're identifying your own uh, sensibilities and what the jobs are that you like doing. Of course, yep. then you may have to partner with other people, and so they may have some say also. Yeah. Especially if they happen to be very beautiful. Yeah. That usually gives people more say. Yeah. But we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Tell us... Um, are there any ag programs at your high school, or are you any clubs, or uh, has your educational system provided you with enough agricultural options so far? Uh, sadly, no. Um, <laughs> my high school has no agricultural programs at all, um, but I am in what well, was in 4-H. Mm, did you get any? Did you get any uh, projects going with them? Uh, yep, I did. Um, I did do a, a project on beef, beef cows, and how to raise them, and you know when's a good time to slaughter them, and how to get a good, good beef cow. And so for those people who are listening here who don't really know what 4-H is or they kind of maybe know it a little bit but they don't really, what does it mean to be in 4-H? And, like, do they, like, explain how it is. There's a person who oversees your project. You have to do some paperwork. You know, like, like break it down for us. Uh, yep. Um, pretty much what it is when you join um, 4-H or actually when you when you do a project you pick something that you want to do your project on or kind of like why you join the 4H group um for a certain like either beef, dairy, horse, sheep um so on and um and then say if it's beef and you have beef cows you have to keep records of all the expenses that go along with your beef critter, um, hay, grain, um, hours you put into it too, walking it, training it, cleaning it out, all that stuff. And then at the end, end of the year, you send them in to the And then what? I mean, what, why do they want to know what you're doing like that? Is that to help you learn how to do planning? 
Can you win a prize? What's the purpose? Uh, uh yeah. No, the purpose, they have a, um, they do have a awards, um, awards night where they give, give awards out to different members and also the record part is more towards um the kids who want to do um the baby beef um steer pro uh baby steer program at Fabric Fair where they mm-hmm. raise up raise up a steer um till 18 months old and you know they keep all the records and then they bring them to the Fabric Fair and they show them and then they have an auction and they could show their cows in the ring and people bid on the, bid on their animal and that's that's a one reason why because well I've noticed that at those fairs that people are bidding prices on these animals the 4H animals are going for three or four times the price of normal animals why do you think that that is uh. I'm not sure why, but a lot of them go by what the, um, the amount that the kid has in the animal, all the expenses. Oh, so you define the price by what you spend. That's different from how the normal economy of farming works. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's nice. So what's the what's the, so you're, there's no programs at your college? You did the 4-H thing? You got your beef project done? You're making hay. Are there other kids around at other farms that you can hang out with, or are there other people who work informally that you get to hang out with? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there are there's other farms around here down the road that other dairy farms close, and they've got. Um, they actually have kids. The farmer has kids that are kids that's my age, and also has kids that work for him that are my age. And you know, we all hang out at school. Do you feel like there's going to be a lot more kids of your age who are going to want to farm who aren't coming from farm families, or do you feel like there's other people who are interested? And if so, how can we encourage them? Uh, I feel like at least around here that there's less and less kids wanting to go into the farming business. And to encourage them, I'm not too sure how how to encourage them to get into the dairy uh, farming business. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but maybe we can invite them out. We're going to have a big party up in New Hampshire, a mixer at the Lee Grange Hall. 
Maybe you can come to it. We're having a farm hack, and we're having a mixer on the night of the 19th of November. So I hope you'll join us. Yeah. And if you have any friends of yours from the, down the road or in high school who aren't yet tuned into farm stuff, maybe they can come. Doran's going to show off his tools, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. I'll be there. Okay. We'll count on you. Now, for everyone who's listening, this is, this is Greenhorns Radio. We are happy to report that today is food day, and Jake has been our first high school farmer on the show. He's uh, in Rollinsford, New Hampshire, at a farm called the Brookford Farm. Um, and actually, there's a really great movie being made about Brookford Farm right now. It's called The Brookford Almanac. And you can go on the on Google and see that Brookford has a great blog and a lot of recipes and Colette's film. It's just gorgeous, so beautifully shot. I'm looking forward to it very much. And... I hope you know that there are many, many events today, food day, all around the country, Greenhorn screenings in Amenia, New York, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm in Seattle, Washington. And then I think there's a couple more that are on the events page. So if you haven't figured out how to go to the events page, you just scroll right down there and figure it out. Hope you're also tuning in to the Beginning Farmer and Rancher Opportunity Act. That's this new bundle of policies and programs that have been put together by National Young Farmer Coalition and the Sustainable Agriculture Coalition as a founder and director of the board of the National Young Farmer Coalition. I'm very proud to say that these are really strong initiatives, that some of which have already been funded and some of which need to be funded and are the result of us learning how to talk policy language um, and, and enact those ideas that we have in a way that makes sense to our democracy. So I'm feeling very happy about that right now. And I hope you're feeling happy about lots of things, and I wish you a happy food day and a happy afternoon. Thank you very much, Heritage Radio. Thank you very much, Jake, and thank you all listeners. Bye-bye.